0: One of the parts that I've worked on a lot, and I encourage everyone to work on regardless of what you're doing, is that inner work and that mindset work. Maybe I could have communicated better about what I needed. Maybe I could have given different feedback to get a different result. Even if it didn't fully work out, I'm still looking at it as I learned something. I won't make that mistake again, and it was still valuable no matter what.
1: Welcome. This is your host award-winning travel journalist and content creator, Jeff Jenkins. And you're now listening to Inspired 2022, the podcast where entrepreneurs, creatives, and the highly motivated goal to be inspired. This includes Y-O-U. We have an amazing show for you today. So Genevieve, take it away.
2: You got it, Jeff. Today, we're happy to welcome Dre Fox to the podcast. Dre is a business coach and leading social media expert who is dedicated to helping women master and monetize their messages online. Dre is an absolute pro at creating authentic, genuine content, and we're looking forward to hearing what she believes social media has in store for 2022.
1: Well, Dre, thank you so much for being here.
0: Oh my gosh, thank you for
1: having me back. Always good to talk with you. Y'all, like like I mentioned before, she was on our podcast last season. And so we had to bring her back because I know for a fact, Dre continues to drop gems and brings that knowledge that has just been beneficial to a lot of us. And so uh, last year, you mentioned that two of your big goals were to help as many people as possible grow online and really step into leadership by like continuing their like self-employed or creating new paths of success and all of those different things. How did that year go for you?
0: I really think there was some fortuitous timing with the pandemic, a lot of people started to be a little more introspective, maybe a little more dissatisfied with work and a normal job. So mm-hmm. it ended up re- were really working out well that people had some additional time to invest in their hobbies or their passions and interests. I don't know exactly what the total number of people would be, but it really was the best year uh, you know, in my business, but also just being able to connect with a lot of people online that were home and had some additional time to connect. So I, I'm really grateful for, you know, what the last year brought me.
1: Yeah. So would you say that like you reached like most of those goals that you have for last
0: year? Yeah, you know, I, I really did. Um, now I will admit that I am one of those people that I set goals and they don't need to be hit in order for me to be happy with what I've accomplished. Mainly my goal is always to help as many people as possible. And I view that not from just a financial perspective, like I view that from my audience growth, my reach and the conversations that I'm having. So we had a ton of free educational workshops and classes and challenges this past year, and so it's just been really fun to see what people have been able to accomplish.
1: Oh, for sure, for sure, and I, I love just that drive that you have, and I like, and this is for the audience to hear is that because I'm in the same in, in the same boat sometimes. I don't have to hit it specifically. But it's like almost that aim for the stars, shoot for the moon kind of thing. I might not make it to the stars, but I make it to the moon. And I think I mentioned this last time or I mentioned it before. We shouldn't base our success on like how things are perfect, but we should be basing everything on the progression. And us being progressive, that get us to where we need to go. So Dre, you freaking rocking that way. So what drives you to be an entrepreneur and self-employed uh, and what kind of freedoms or benefits come with being self-employed?
0: I wouldn't have said this before, but I think people who are born to be entrepreneurs like are just built different. There is a different level of work ethic and thought process that needs to go into it. And I don't mean the people who work in nine to fives don't work very hard. Absolutely not. But everything that you do, you're responsible for. You're not really in this big ecosystem. It is all about you. And so one thing that I really noticed about myself is that nine to five jobs, I was pretty lackluster. I'm going to be totally honest. I didn't give it my all. I didn't feel inspired. You know, so a lot of people close to me were like, well, how are you going to be an entrepreneur if like you're kind of giving your B-list effort in your job? And I just knew in my heart, I was like, no, it's going to be different when I'm working for myself. And it is, I mean, I'm up at seven every day. I'm working all the time. I'm constantly investing in people to help me. And so it's like, I'm really driven by this idea that I can create my own reality And I don't do it alone. I do have mentors and people who help me in that process, but it really is this practice of like taking radical responsibility for the life that I want and the goals that I want and actually putting a plan into place to get there. But Mm. the best part is though some weeks I do work a lot, including this week, most of the time I'm only working Tuesday through Thursday. And like, that's my schedule. And I can't believe that that is where I'm at in life. It's pretty insane.
1: Uh, and so do you feel like even with your Tuesday to Thursday schedule, like for me personally, I'm still at like six days a week. I always give myself like that one day off, but every other day I'm like working. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's almost even tough for me at times to give myself that time off because I always feel like, oh, I should be doing more. There could be more I can be doing. How do you, between Tuesday and Thursday, like, find that like, oh, this is all I'm really doing. This is my schedule. I'm sticking to it. Like, what is it in your head and process to get you to that point?
0: Well, it's a great point that you mentioned that there's always more to do because there really is always more. And if we look at it that way, you could work every minute of every day forever for eternity. Mm -hmm. So what I have really worked on is like What helps the cargo Zoom? What is actually necessary in order to serve my clients, serve my business, and make me be a happy person to get through the week? And I realized that a lot of the things that I was doing were not as important as I thought they were. Mm-hmm. So Monday looks like CEO day. So I am working, but I'm just kind of like pecking away at emails, writing a few posts, you know, it's nothing big. And then Tuesday through Thursday, I'm on calls. So I'm showing up, and energetically giving myself to people all day long. And that really requires me to regenerate in a different way. So depending on what kind of entrepreneur you are, you might need to be the energetic sounding board for hundreds of people a month or no one at all. And I found that for me as an introvert, talking to people for three or four days a week, I need three or four days to like get back together at the end Mm of that.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow. That's good to know. And it's like knowing who you are and like, because I do, I get energy from this. Like, I keep doing these podcast episodes and and I'm like, yo, I love this. I can just keep talking to people and it's so fun. I was like, oh, I can't wait to the day that I even get to do it in person with people. But that's me. I know my wife, you, y'all are introverts. Once I talk to enough people, I'm like, hey, I need like as much space as I can just so I can get my mind and just energize myself. But I get energy from talking to people. So it is good to know each other or learn yourself in a way. What would you say has been one of the boldest or like scariest things you've done this year when it came down to your business?
0: Well, I will say that while I think financial investments are really scary putting yourself out there in bolder ways becomes increasingly scary. There's this phrase, new levels, new devils. And uh, you know, <laughs> sometimes I don't like to think of it that way, but it's true. The more successful that you are, or the more you're doing big things, or the more that you have some level of visibility with the things that you do, you open doors for other things. Like criticism, jealousy, negative things, right? Things that maybe when you're just kind of in your own little bubble aren't really there. And so I'm not a people pleaser, but I like to be liked, you know, I want, I want people to like me and I want people to think that I'm doing good things. And it gets scary when you try to like step into new arenas to be like, wait, I don't want everyone to criticize the things that I'm trying to make, but That aside, when I talk about financial investments, I think it's important because anyone who's listening to this who's like, you know, I want to do something big, but the idea of even 500 bucks down on something like scares me. What I realized when I felt very scared to invest in mentors or whatever it was that I was doing, go on a trip for myself, it was because somewhere deep in me, I didn't know if I could like if I could do it, like that the investment that I could take it and make it what I needed to be. Mm. But as I've grown in my skills, my discipline as an entrepreneur, I trust myself now that even if it doesn't work out, I'm still going to learn something amazing from it. So I am much more comfortable making tens of thousands of dollars in investments to say, I I trust that I'm going to figure it out no matter what.
1: Yeah. And do you feel like you have had moments to where the investments you did make didn't pan out the way that you wanted to?
0: Yes, absolutely. And one of the parts that I've worked on a lot and I encourage everyone to work on, regardless of what you're doing, is that inner work and that mindset work. So it's really easy to say this person and me, I invested in you and it didn't turn out. But I have now taken this new look to myself of radical responsibility, right? I hired this person. Maybe I could have communicated better about what I needed. Maybe I could have given different feedback to get a different result. Maybe I could have had a meeting to change things. And so even if it didn't fully work out, I'm still looking at it as I learned something. I won't make that mistake again. And it was still valuable no matter what.
1: I love that. I definitely love that.
2: This episode is brought to you by the Cardia Advisory Group. Is your organization or brand struggling with how to attract, develop, and support culturally diverse teams? Perhaps you are the owner, tenured executive, or a rising leader who wants to ensure equity and inclusion but have no idea what to do or where to start. At Cardia, they specialize in helping organizations create inclusively diverse spaces where people thrive. Cardia Advisory Group is a Black owned, woman of color led firm that prioritizes institutional transformation and individual activation. Change is both possible and sustainable when industry leaders are willing, equipped, and committed to a new future. Book your consultation today at cardiaaustin.com. Cardia Advisory Group Engineering inclusively diverse cultures one leader at a time.
1: Now, you mentioned your prediction last year was that Instagram was going to definitely go like way more towards videos and pushing towards that. So do you feel like your prediction was correct?
0: I absolutely think my (laughs) prediction was correct. My crystal ball led me in the right direction. And I like it. You know, I I definitely think that we all need to hone our video skills. Most people don't have innate video skills. And so I think we're all kind of like crawling through it together. But it is the wave of the future. Either embrace it or get off the train because it's coming whether we like it or not.
1: <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. I think I learned something the other day to where it's like, I know I need to do more planning. Because a lot of times I have to think about myself when I'm not traveling, like what do I do during that time? Or if I am traveling, how do I get enough video content that will last me throughout the times that I'm not traveling? So it's going to be a lot more planning. But I also realize that I have to hire people because I can't do it on my own. And so now I have like people that actually help me create the content that I need. And so it's definitely dope. What is your social media predictions for 2022?
0: Ooh, okay. This is great. So I think that there is going to be a trend towards manufactured authenticity. And let me tell you what I mean by that. You've probably seen these posts that are like photo dumps, right? Like my weekend photo dump. And it's like a photo of them with their dog and their food, like big accounts, you know, famous influencers. Or it's them kissing their boyfriend, and it's super blurry, right? Like you can almost barely see what what the heck is going on in the photo. It's this idea of like less curation for in the face of like being more authentic. However, it is literally just as planned and thought out and and you know, a part of the process as a nice edited photo is. Even like the Kardashians have started to go this way. You can tell that it almost feels like their daughter snapped the photo of them rather than like some big photographer, but mm-hmm. it's still definitely a part of the plan. So I think we're gonna see a lot of that, um, especially in fashion and lifestyle niches. And I think we're gonna see a lot more memes, um, like video memes or just general memes on I'm even. I'm definitely like-
1: seeing that now. My friend went viral for like two of her videos in the past like week or so from her just putting a background video background. And then it was like the meme was in the middle of the thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's Mm -hmm. so much easier.
0: (laughs) Yep. So those are my two biggest ones. I think there will be others, but that's where I'm starting. And I don't think it hit me
1: until now is that the community is still being built, especially with Instagram compared to TikTok to where like the community is actually still being built on like what what's the cool thing to do or what's the trendy thing to do on Instagram. And like, we're just gonna see the evolution of the videos because I can't say that even seeing some of the smaller creators who haven't, or people who've just always been pictures, like everything on Instagram has been pictures, them going over to doing videos, it's been a, a challenging transition for them. I think they still have to learn. And even as they learn, it's just going to continue to get better.
0: I would I would totally agree because visual storytelling and you know being able to tell a story through video is a new skill set for all of us. And, you know, normally you could do a photo shoot and bang out a hundred photos in five minutes. Sure. And now you're you're spending an hour trying to make one video and it it's a completely different like retrain of your brain. But one thing I would let people know. Is like if you're feeling pressure of this idea of like, okay, now I have to be the jack of all trades and have all of these skills. One awesome video on Instagram that goes crazy could bring you in as many followers as you hustling to post photos every single day. So if you can start to tailor your skills, test what works, figure it out. Who cares if all the rest of them didn't do good? If one does well, that could be the game changer for your account. My girlfriend just gained like 7,000 followers this month. Yes,
1: she did.
0: She almost doubled her entire audience. And she's been at this with quality photos for years. Years. So mm-hmm. it's just crazy to see the power of it. It's, it's very impressive and inspiring.
1: Very inspiring. You're totally right. I mean, I'm still blown by that i mean one video and then even other our other friend her uh she jumped up thousands of uh followers from just a couple of videos or a video that went viral oh her video that went viral the one that really went viral it was her just sitting down and then she got up and then stood somewhere else and was looking out into the abyss like that was it like it was a beautiful scenery but it was just like oh my gosh this is incredible she had a message and a story that went with it and it just worked and so you just never know so I always tell people man you just got to keep pumping them out even after a video goes viral keep pumping out more and don't expect every one of them to go viral again because I know that a lot of people get tricked up into that towards like once one video goes viral then like they're expecting every other video to go viral. And it, it doesn't work that way. Most of the time, your first video might do great. That second, third, fourth might be trash. Like, so <laughs> you, you gotta keep going. You'd be like, wait a minute. And I just know so many people that get disappointed by that. So Dre, once again, you're phenomenal. I'm so glad like this is Like, I love every time that you get to come on. Hopefully I get to have you back on 2023. But we got to do our last two questions again. The first one is, what would you like to do, be, have in 2022?
0: Oh, you know, I I think I would like to be more, like feel more a sense of calm with my, my business and the things that I'm doing. I think I actually need to do less this year in order to be more, because when you are constantly doing, sometimes we forget to reflect and just be. And I think truly in order for me to have all of the things that I want, I need more space and freedom of thought and creativity. So I've got to do less this year.
1: Wow. Wow. And what do you want to have?
0: Well, I would love to have more time and more time to particularly be creative. I think I'm my best self when I am getting getting to be creative Dre, but creative Dre doesn't come out when I've got uh, a million things on the to-do list, you know? Mm-hmm. So the more space that I can create, I actually think I get to be a better version of myself.
1: Oh, I love that. Y'all, I... From the last podcast to this podcast, I actually never met Dre in person when we first did the first podcast. But I feel like I've gotten to know her and like she's definitely a good friend now. And the one thing that I always tell her, like every time I actually see Dre, I'm going to be honest, like this is what comes from it. Every time I see Dre, I get this deep like endearment like, I just appreciate her friendship. I appreciate that there's, like, people out there that are doing exactly what I'm doing and just, like, killing it and killing it. And I just I just love knowing that, um, that she's just doing what she's doing and knowing that she needs, like, that time to be more creative because that's the one thing I love about Dre. I don't even know if Dre fully knows how creative she is and how, like, some of the stuff that she does, I feel like other people aren't even in her stratosphere when it comes down to it. So I can't wait to see Dre get some of her time back so she can even be even more creative. If y'all have not seen her wedding video, I will tell you, please go look at that because that might be the greatest wedding I've ever seen in my life. It's the coolest wedding I've ever seen. Um, I mean, it wasn't better than mine. That's only because my wife (laughs) might watch this podcast. So, but it was really good. And then our last... Our last uh, question, like always, uh, can you give us some words of encouragement for our
0: audience? Yes, absolutely. So in, in the social media world, it can be very easy to get caught up in what everybody else is doing, the constant game, the constant hustle. But the reality is hustle culture is dead. And I want to give you this permission slip to find out what feels really good for you on social media because that is the secret to your success. If you're operating in this constant game and this constant rat race, your energy is going to come off so different from the person that you truly are. So the more that you can just operate as your authentic self, post the things that you like, engage with people that you care about, and build your community, that will ultimately be the secret to your success. So do less, have more.
1: Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Dre Fox. Like, oh man, that was good. That was good. She's always dropping gems. Like I tell y'all, hey, do you have any projects or anything that you want to promote?
0: Yeah. So in February, I am supporting people who want to start their own online coaching businesses. So if you have thought about translating your passion for health or travel or fashion into some sort of online coaching program or one on one coaching program, um, that is what I'm specializing in and in 2022. So if that is something that interests you, you can DM me at Time of Dre and we can chat a little bit more about how I could potentially help you do that.
1: I love it. I love it. I will leave her links below. Once again, Dre, it is definitely a pleasure having you and hopefully we see you in
0: 2023. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jeff, for having me on today.
2: You just listened to Inspire 2022 with Jeff Jenkins presented by Chubby Diaries. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to stream your podcast. Catch our next episode on Tuesday at 5 a.m. Stay inspired, my friends.